Welcome back to Baytown Engage. I have a treat. It's already been a treat since before we started. I don't know what's going to happen this interview, but hey, it's going to be fun. So this plan department, I don't know about these planning people. <laughs> Today I have Martin Scribner, the planning and development director. Hi, Martin. Hi. I have Christopher Chavis. Hello, everyone. Committee Development Manager. Hello, hello. And Sharon, I know your middle name, Rose. No, we don't talk about that. Community Development Generalist. How are y'all doing today? Doing great, thank you. So, planning and development. What is that? What Tell us what that is exactly, so we know. Planning and development is anything that has to do with any kind of land development or building, or also we do handle, I think what we're here to focus on today is mostly kind of the sort of social services side of things that, that we handle, uh, federal grants and things like that. Things people don't really realize that you do Correct. right Absolutely. so martin since you already started talking you've been giving me problems since you walked in the uh, door come on <laughs> <laughs> tell me a little bit about you and your journey to baytown let's see i've been here about four months as the director of planning and development services and i came in from phoenix i've been in phoenix about five years but i've been an urban planner for 20 almost 24 years mm-hmm. but grew up in the midwest came to baytown because uh, there's a lot to do and i'm happy to be a part of it so far it's a great place to work and a, and a good place to be so well, welcome for your four months here give you about six more months you'll be from baytown okay all right okay. chris all right, I know is you're that not... all it takes six months i'm gonna give you two years <laughs> so chris tell us about your journey to baytown my journey to baytown i am also from the midwest st louis area but on the east side in illinois my little small town called madison eventually i went to college and studied urban and regional planning at the university of illinois and then i went to georgia for my first job in urban planning right out of college spent eight years there i was looking for it to do something different baytown swooped me up so swooped you up and now you're here yeah so i've been here four and a half years now so um, you're from baytown now we can just call I'm, you a I'm legit <laughs> i'm a legit chris, chris bought a house in baytown oh so. you're legit from oh, baytown yeah. oh, okay yeah. you are vested you're vested i am now a tax-paying citizen <laughs> all right sharon rose i've known you for quite some time <laughs> new yorker new yorker so what's your journey to baytown um well no midwest for me east coast new york city i travel Traveled around a little bit. Once my mother moved back to Brazil, I decided to kind of just hop around. And then I ended up in Baytown. I think it was South Carolina, Georgia, Korea, Killeen, and then Baytown. Mm-hmm. And I've been here since November of 2004, but I am not a Baytonian. I just pay taxes here. And my child lives here with me. How dare you get out the room? <laughs> no, um, but seriously, though. Um, Checked in the first five minutes. I worked in the I library with Irene for five years. Yes. And then I wanted to try something different. So I moved over to planning and development to do community development. So, thank you all for coming in. You're not originally from Baytown, which is neat, but you're in the planning and developing in Baytown, which makes it, gives you a different eye how you see things. Mm-hmm. So, with planning and development, you do a lot of, you know what's coming into Baytown, what we need. You're looking at the needs and wants of the community, but right now you're working on the community development block grant. Mm-hmm. What is that? Tell us about that and how that came about. Chris? Alright, so this community development block grant is a grant that is given to us from the federal government the Department of Housing and Urban Development is the authority over it. We are a what we call an entitlement city, and that means that we have a certain population where we can expect a certain amount of money every year. Okay. Right. And we are to utilize those funds to basically give it back to the community. So this is where the tax dollars come back to the cities. Mm-hmm. We then program those funds so that people can use them. We have community service members and community service partners that we utilize to implement these programs, whether it be for transportation or whether it be for um, housing, rehab. The city in itself does some major rehab projects. We also do 
sewer line replacements, personal sewer line replacements. The most recent large allocation that we received was to address COVID. So we now have a rental assistance program, which we run through Love Network. And we also have a child care services program. And we also have a business program that we're operating. So So let me ask you, how do you figure out what needs to be allocated where? Is there like a committee comes together and says, we want to work on X, Y, and Z. So how does that come about? So we utilize our community partners mostly for that. So United Way is a huge presence here. They usually have their ear to the ground Mm -hmm. on what's going on inside of the the city and where the need is. So we lean heavily on our community partners to basically give us an indication on how to program these dollars. And then, you know, annually, they have an opportunity to apply for grant funds to to do different programs themselves. So that's another way that, you know, it gets back to the right need. We also have our five-year consolidated plan. Okay. We just completed that. So every five years, we have to get with our stakeholders, which are our community partners, and we get with them to determine what the priority needs are within the community. And that plan is what we're supposed to implement over the next five years. So every year, whenever somebody applies for our funding, they have to be addressing one of the needs in our consolidated plan. Because the point of us receiving this funding and expending it to the community is to make sure that it goes to the right people and it goes to the needs that need to be addressed within Baytown. So our board members will help and prioritize what all those needs are and we have it on the website. And then you apply. Then you see what the needs are and then you apply for the money and you let them know how much money you're going to need and then a committee decides yes or no on what you're applying for. Yes. Yes. So let me ask you, with everything going on, a five-year plan, it makes sense, but as you can tell, things happen (laughs) and you never know what's going to happen. How do you make those adjustments when you have an ice over, you have COVID hit? How do you adjust when you make a five-year plan? Is it gray? Is it set in stone? How do you make those adjustments when those needs shift crazily? Is that a word? The delicate balance is to make sure that your plan is flexible enough on the front end to be able to adjust to those things. And I think that's what we aim to do, and that's what we do accomplish. I mean, we have a number of different goals. I think it's almost 19 or 20 or some goals. So, And the umbrella is big enough to where, you know, if something happens that we didn't prioritize initially ha- occurs, then we can adjust very easily to meet the need. How has it been for you, Martin? You've only been here four months, so you haven't really witnessed the rainstorms and everything else going on. But how has it been now that you've walked in? We're still in COVID. We had things going on. How have you address the needs and the wants of the city so you can make the planning department do what we need to do? Well, when it comes to, I think, some of the stuff that Chris and Sharon were talking about, I mean, these are the two that get everything done. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm there to... So you do absolutely nothing. I do nothing. <laughs> it's recording. I mean, it's on... I'm just, I'm, I'm just here to look pretty. That's, okay. that's it. It's on that's tape. It. It's on tape. Um, no, I mean, the, the planning and development department does a lot of different things, and so my job is to kind of coordinate all those things together and, you know, implement some of, of council and city management's priorities. Right. But I think where it comes to some of the stuff that Chris was talking about, some of those, again, those sort of social service type things, that's really, um, these guys are the brains of the operation. So So besides all of that, what do y'all do on a daily basis? People may not really understand what goes on in your department on a daily basis. Besides the grants and setting up those wants and needs, what goes on every day? Meetings. Paperwork. (laughs) HUD loves paper. We actually did a training, I think it was late last year, that said they will never go paperless. <laughs> so really? HUD loves paperwork. 
So it's just a lot of paperwork. Like right now we have three sewer line replacement programs that mm -hmm. we're going to be starting soon. So I have to email documents to be signed to the contractor. Homeowners came in the other day to sign them. I have to get them notarized and I have to get them motor legal and then I have to pull POs and then I have to, it's just nonstop. Process applications. We have a home buyer. We do have a down payment assistance program. Yeah, you did that last first year. Time home years, yeah. So, well, I didn't use our program for my house because I. No, but I mean, you came in and would, you oh, yeah. would have been advertising about that. Yes. I know y'all had those meetings and stuff like that. But we have that. I have a home buyer that's supposed to be closing on their property on the 14th. So it's emailing back and forth with the realtor and the lender to make sure that we have all the right paperwork because, again, HUD loves paper. <laughs> and then we have three reconstruction projects that we're going to be releasing a bid packet for soon. So I'm in the process of preparing the bid packet for that so I can get it to Chris for review and getting the ad for the Bates on Sun. And then, you know, things come up throughout the day. I mean, I make a to-do list and some days I don't get halfway through it because I have to do other things. So just so that I feel like I accomplished something, I write in all the extra stuff I did and cross it out just so it looks like I did something because it's just... So, so it's easy to say people may not realize how much you do to make sure we get things done. And you're there to help people with home buyer. You're helping them with grants they may need for little simple things in their lives. The planning is not just planning on overall city things. Right. We're helping each citizen with their needs and wants when it comes to just how quality of life. So Chris, how is your day-to-day -day look? My day-to-day -day is basically coordination. Again, as Mr. Scribner said, the planning department is consisted of three to four, four different divisions, right? Mm -hmm. Community development is just one of those four. So there's a number of different moving parts that all need to come together for something as simple as the RIS, the Revitalization Incentive Zone, which is a program that we oversee to get to its end point. My goal is to move things out of Sharon's way so that she can process things. And then when it gets to the end, to make sure that it finally mm -hmm. gets over that, that last lip. And it's just managing all those different things. The community service partners that we mentioned too, I'm the primary contact for them. I am the outreach coordinator with with Luis Sanchez. Okay. Um, I'm helping him get his media package out, the social media things that are going out. I am the support for my staff. So, so you do a lot, Chris. So basically, I, <clears throat> are y'all listening? Chris does a lot of stuff. Well, <laughs> he's not like Martin. He doesn't I, just sit there and look He's not yeah. Martin, right? You know, I'm, yeah. I'm making sure that they can be the best at right, what they can do. Right. And that's, that's my goal, right? Make sure that things are clear for them. Hey, I'm there. If I need to escalate something, then Mr. Scribner is there for me. So. And you need that kind of order to get things moving along because everything has a time limit on it. Absolutely. There's, you know, grant yes. applications a time limit. Getting things out, there's a time limit. So this is, we're in the month of April. Mm -hmm. What's going on this month for the Planning and Development Department? So this month, the mayor, he just announced the proclamation of Community Development Week nice. and Fair Housing Month. So both of those are going on during the month of April and we're going to have a number of different programs that we want to basically engage people with. Okay. One is a Fair Housing Webinar which is going to basically give realtors and lenders and people that are in the housing industry, landlords, etc., give them an opportunity to kind of refresh on, you know, what is fair housing and how did we get here? How does, how does, how can HUD help you be a better partner with those people seeking housing? So we, we want to do that. We want to do a trash off the end of the month here on the 20, I believe it's the 28th of the month. It's the last Saturday and we are also also going to do, let me see, we got the Fair Housing Webshop, Trash Off. A CDAC tour. And then the CDAC tour. So the CDAC is the Community Development Advisory Committee. That's our direct board that we go to for recommendations before we get to council. Yeah, appoint, appointed by City Council. They're okay. an advisory committee to, to City Council. Okay. That's right. And so we're going to take them around.
around the tour because the one thing is that they're very in tune with just what community development does. Right. But again, the planning department touches a vast number of different things that they don't get to see. So our goal is to kind of expose them to those things as well. All and that you do and where your hands exactly, are reaching, right. And how that ties in with what we do. So that's it. That's it. And, and I think it's, it's good to point out too. I think as you were kind of talking through it, it really is community development as a division of planning and development services is really more about, I think, helping the individuals right. and helping those individuals plan for themselves. Whereas the other divisions of the department are things like building services. So they deal with building permits and they deal with inspections on new structures. And they also deal with code enforcement is a part of that too. So zoning, the zoning code or even building code enforcement. And then we also have current planning that handles anything that goes to planning commission, zoning type reviews for different projects, rezones, amendments to code, what else, annexations, and then we have long range planning. So like right now we're doing a new comprehensive plan for the city. It should be done in about a year or so. And that's something that we redo every 10 to 15 years that gives us a kind of a 20 year outlook for the city, kind of a roadmap. It's a right. guide. It's, it's not a, a regulation. It's more of a guidebook. And that's something, again, we, we kind of do that to set the tone for the next 10 to 15 to 20 years. And the last one that we did was in 2007. So we're, we're due. That, so again, that's that's happening right now. As well as we sometimes do some smaller plans. This past year, we we did the uh, the Bayway Drive corridor plan. Mm-hmm. So that, again, that kind of helps us see how everything ties together. And, and as new developments come in, how are these things going to happen over time? How do we want to push them in certain directions? And, and then how does that coordinate with what's the street going to look like? What are the sidewalks going to look like? Where are these different things going to happen? And so this is a little bit more detailed type plan. And I don't think people realize develop- planning is not just the permits and the inspection is not just there's so much more that are really that's really helping the citizens and helping them get that quality of life they're really looking sure. and seeking for with all these programs going on sure. so where can we find information about the programs that's going to have going on in April so we are going to have them on our webpage you can go to baytown.org and click on the programs button and then the programs button has a activity or a another link that will send you to housing and urban development <laughs> You can see all the programs there. And so they just sign up. Well, is there uh, a way, if they're not computer savvy, is there another way they can find the information? Hmm. Are most of our programs going to be open to the public like that? Well, definitely the webinar will be. Right. The webinar will definitely be open to the public. So, And then we definitely want to invite people to the trash off as well. Okay. So outreach as far as other than computer, computer savvy would be, I mean, social media, again, computer. We'll be sending out flyers from the Baytown. They can always call us. And you can page. bring some flyers here to the library. I'll make sure in the description we have all the links and all the information. Awesome. And it'll be on our website as well. And then we have the Baytown Engage page. That we yes, baytownengage.com. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And I think as time goes on, a lot of the activities that we have, including stuff that Chris and, and his group have, as well as the rest of the planning department, we already have a few items that are on Baytown Engage, including the comprehensive plan. Right. We're also planning to bring all of our sort of monthly things that come through new projects, uh, zoning and development projects. Those are going to be included on Baytown Engage as well. Very so, good. So that'll be uh, a good way to not only find out and see what's going on but also to provide feedback because of course 
that's that's a one of the the pluses uh-huh. of Baytown Engage. It's, it's the major plus of Baytown Engage. Yes, and We're Sabrina's awesome. really helping us uh, kind of. She's bring amazing. All that together. Let's she's, go ahead and give her kudos. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so before I let all of you go, what would you like everyone to know who's not from Baytown? What to expect? What they should know about Baytown? What you bring to Baytown, Martin? I am not going first. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Sharon. Okay. Well, there's transportation now. You know, when I first moved here, there was no transportation, no bus service or anything like that. So there's ways to get around town. You don't only need a vehicle. And I know that the Parks Department has done a really good job of also expanding their bike trails and walking trails to where now you can probably get from one end of town you to can, the other, yeah. you know, without having to be in a car, which right. is pretty awesome. Uh, the one thing that I will say about Baytown, particularly being on the staff side mm-hmm. um, and working with this organization, is that we are interested in raising the quality of life for people and I can definitely tell you that Baytown is a growing place and we are catching up on you know providing those amenities that people are looking for so it's a place with a lot of potential with a low cost at it so you don't have to pay an arm and a leg to live here if you don't want to and yet you still get access to Houston you still get access to bike trails you get access to the water viewscapes the nice parks that we have it's a pretty neat place we're nestled perfectly where we need to be yeah. close and everything but far enough from everything I think things are happening here I think what what you're going to see over the next few years is there are certain uh, I guess just parts of you know activities and things like that that are really going to open up one of the things I can really say uh, again not having been here very long mm-hmm. is the the staff for the city itself second to none everybody is it goes over and above uh, on a consistent basis not only to get things done to help each other to help the community to help individuals and I think in general people want to be here and are happy to work here and it shows i think it comes out in the things that that are again that customer service and just the ability and willingness of everybody to help one another within the organization so i'm i'm really enjoying it and i don't plan on going anywhere for a while well thank y'all for coming in and telling us more about planning and development there's so much people didn't know i didn't realize all that you did like when sharon come in with the housing i'm like what are you what are you doing i didn't know what planning and development did when i went over there (laughs) so are we doing parties like right (laughs) that's why it's so good to have these conversations because people never really know how deep and what really goes on to it thank y'all so much for coming in you're welcome anytime anything that's going on just email me and come in and that's it indeed thank you for having us yep thank you Thank you so much for listening to Baytown Engage. Be sure to subscribe to our show on Podbean, Apple, and Spotify. Stay tuned.